Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the OG Therapy Podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. As always... I'm one of the OGs and I'm here to give you some suggestions and ideas and answer questions about things that you as parents, teenagers, kids, whatever questions you got that were pertaining towards relationships, how to improve relationships, whether it's a relationship with yourself, it's a relationship with family members, online relationships, friends, work relationships, you name it. If it's relationship based, I'll take the question and throw uh, my two cents in to give you ideas and suggestions of how to best handle these situations to diffuse drama and increase connection and innovation. All right, so today I got a question from a teenager and it goes like this. I have a friend who started vaping and getting into trouble. I don't know anything I could do to help uh, my friend feel better and stop. So I was wondering some things I could do. All right, well, thank you very much for that question. So let's, let's talk real quick. What exactly is a friend, first of all, before I even answer the question? A friend to me, I mean, it's, a friend can be a lot of things, but a friend to me is kind of like a lifeline. Well, what's a lifeline? When you're drowning, when you're in trouble, when you're struggling, someone extends a flotation device, they extend something out, you know, a life vest, whatever it may be, and you're able to grab that, you're able to become stable, uh, you're able to keep your head above water, and then eventually you can get to the safety and they can pull you in, right? So when we're going through a difficult time, we're having bad thoughts, we're, we're acting out, we're, you know, there's issues that we're having. That's why parents always want uh, their, their kids to have good friends in the hopes that if the kid gets into some hot water, get in some difficult situation, a good friend isn't gonna go, yeah, yeah, do it, do it, go for it. A good friend, the hope of course, will be like, hey, I don't know if that's the right move. A good friend will actually feel that they should say something, they do say something, but they feel like they have the right to say something because they're at that level where, you know, they've known you well enough. They know what your hopes and dreams are, what you want to accomplish in your life. Um, you know, I thought of an example this past week with one of my students that came in and saw me after class and the student came in and said, hey, I got the situation with my friend. You know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm frustrated with them. You know, they're, they're making life decisions. It wasn't this exact same thing. It was a different type of situation. And they told me they're making life decisions that they're unhappy with and they're angry with the friend. And I asked him, I said, Wow, actually an asthma said, huh, you're angry. That's interesting. The kid looked at me, he's like, what do you mean, Mr. Cos? Like, wouldn't you be angry? I'm like, I go, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'd be angry, but usually when you get angry with someone is because you either A, feel like you have no control, B, you've tried to help them and they're not listening, or C, all of the above. And this young woman said, C, all of the above. I said, well, what have you tried? She told me the two things you tried. I said, okay, great. So you're telling them that they're stupid. That was one option. You're pleading with them. Don't do that because they're going to ruin their life. That's another option. I said, who do you think that sounds more like? A friend or what a parent would say? And she started laughing and just put her head down. She's like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what my mom does to me. And I hate it. And, you know, she was like, I love my mom. But like the only time we fight is when my mom says stuff like that. I said, why don't you take a different approach? So I told this girl to simply go to a friend one-on-one -on -one when no one else is around because it helps, you know, you don't want people to get defensive. And also I said, I want you to use a soft, gentle honesty with love, compassion coming from your every pore of your body, but not like worry and fear that she's gonna be okay. 
it should look something more like this, like, hey, I love you. And like, you've been there for me. And I know if I was struggling, whatever, you know, you'd help me out. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I said a couple of things recently. And I apologize. I shouldn't have talked to you like that because I'm your friend, not your parent. And I told her to go along the lines, just tell her how much you love her and say, hey, if I made you feel like you can't open up, be honest with me anymore, because this girl that I'm talking to, her girlfriend shared a very, you know, a secret with her. And so because she shared the secret, she didn't share the secret with her to, for her to be lectured by her friend after she shared the secret. She shared the secret just to get it off her chest. But the friend that I was talking to was like lecturing, acting like a parent. So I said, go ahead and do that. Tell her that, you know, I don't want you to think you can't talk to me more. You can tell me anything. I apologize. I'm not going to sit back. I'm, I'll just sit back and allow you to make your choices. And, you know, but you know, I, I am going to tell you, you know, my thoughts and feelings upon it, especially since you asked. So she goes and tries that. And this was, uh, uh, gosh, well, actually, but this was last week. So, wait, I'm getting my, I, I've had pneumonia, guys. This was two weeks ago, but she came in just the other day to tell me how it went. That's what it was. So she comes in and tells me how it went. And she said, you know, it went really good. It was a very short conversation. They gave each other a hug. And she said, thank, her friend, she goes, my friend told me thank you. She said it did make her feel bad. She did feel like she made a mistake by opening up and telling her. And so they had a good talk, so I'm glad you don't feel that way. Now, how this pertains to this question is I'm suggesting you, as a young man, um, that you go do the same thing with your friend. Use your relationship with this person to remind them that you have their back, that you care about them. And because you have their back and you care about them, because they have your back and you know they care about you, you feel like you have the right to say something. So you don't want to you don't want to try to parent them. You don't want to try to, you know, be the person that's, you know, going to make them feel guilty for what he's doing, right? Cuz I assume he said it was a guy friend. But you want to let them know it's like, "Hey, I don't vape. I don't do those things. So maybe I'm over paranoid, maybe I'm freaking out. I just know that you're not as happy as you used to be. And I don't know what's going on. Um, but I hear that sometimes when people aren't happy, they you know, they tend to do other things. You know, maybe they get in more trouble. Maybe they start, you know, experiment drugs or alcohol, whatever it may be. And I just know that you're perfect the way you are. If you are going to do those things, I'm not going to banish you and I'm not going to stop talking and not be your friend anymore. But I'd be lying if I didn't say it didn't concern me because, you know, we should just have fun doing these other things. We didn't have to vape. Um, you know, that type of conversation is just that. You're making a statement. You're telling your friend where you're at, but you're inviting your friend in the conversation. You're not lecturing them. You're not telling them that they're right, wrong. You're telling them you care about them. So you want to bring it up, but you're not going to judge them. You don't want them to, to hide or you don't want them to feel like they can't trust you. <coughs> Information, excuse me. That is the best way to be a safe person for your friend. Now, other people may hear this. They go, well, what if they're going to screw their life up? Like you have to intervene. That's not what I'm talking about. If your friend continues to trust you, your friend will continue to give you more information. They'll continue to allow you to have influence over them. And if it gets bad enough, then you can say, hey, now, I've been sitting here watching you go through all these steps for a very long time. Now I definitely have the right to tell you, I'm worried about you. You have a serious issue, or I think you have a serious issue. And I'm not telling you like a parent, I'm telling you like someone who just loves you as a friend. These are things that I call connection currency. You build up that connection currency, just like you'd build up um, credit <clears throat> uh, on a credit card. But if you pay all your bills, they give you a better, a bigger credit limit. And so that means you're able to spend more money. So for you teenagers listening out there, let's say if you have a credit card that says you can have $500 to spend on this. Well, if you spend a lot of $500, you don't pay the credit card back and you try to go get another credit card in the future, they're going to go, hey, you didn't pay your other credit card. So we're not going to give you 500. We either may not give you one or maybe we just give you like $100. 
My point is when you pay off your bills and you show consistency, then you have more credit, just like with a friend. When you show consistency that you love them and you support them, you have their back, when it does come time to you feel like you really need to say something, you have that credit built up and they will allow you to say something because you didn't try to parent them. You didn't try to control them like many other people in their life. So that's the suggestion I have for you, young man. And for anyone out there that this is relevant to, remember, you guys, honesty is what makes friendships. If you can't be honest with your friends about your happiness, your thoughts, your feelings in your own life and about the thoughts and feelings about them that they have in their life, well, then the friendship isn't going to be able to really go that deep. But the more honest you can be with them, it's going to allow the friendship to grow deeper. But it's also very important that you're honest with them in a way that's not going to, you know, you know, cause a fight. That's why I said do it by yourself. Do it one-on-one. And when you share honesty with them, let them know that you honestly care about them before you tell them what your worries and concerns are. Well, hopefully you guys like that information. And as always, um, like this podcast, share this podcast. If this information you think is helpful to any teens in your life or any parents that have teens are kind of going through a situation like that, please share that with them. And until next time, here at OG Therapy, we always say, when in doubt, reach out to a friend, talk to people, be down your knees saying, Lord, please, I don't know what to do. <clears throat> Just remember, you can come listen to your OGs. Just press play, and we'll have some information for you. Talk to you soon. Be cool.